Episode 35, Church History, Part 5. After Jerusalem was destroyed in 70 AD, Christianity spread rapidly throughout the Roman Empire to the early 300s AD. Emperor Vespasian began building the Roman Colosseum in the same year of Jerusalem's destruction. As they used treasures from the Israelites' temple, it was noted that the treasurers from the Jerusalem temple financed the building of Rome's Colosseum. The Colosseum was built next to a 98-foot statue of Nero. Remember, he burned down Rome to rebuild it the way he wanted it, which included a statue of himself. Emperor Vespasian added a sunray crown to Nero's statue after he died. It was renamed Colossus Solus after the Roman sun god Sol. The Colosseum could hold 50,000 to 80,000 people. And some may still wonder how on earth they could build such a large structure. We discussed before, it goes back to Adam and Eve and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Yah did not want Adam and Eve to eat of this tree because it would give them access to knowledge that he did not want them to know, as this information would lead people away from him. And partaking of this tree allowed the fallen angels to release this knowledge. Thus, these structures were built just as the Tower of Babel from the knowledge given by the fallen angels. The Colosseum was used for games, dramas, public executions, animal hunts, religious ceremonies, and as a Christian shrine. And today, the Pope of the Roman Catholic Church on every Good Friday leads a torch-lit Way of the Cross procession that starts around the Colosseum. Christians did not want to be a part of the Judaite or Israelite practices and ensured a standalone Christian religion by the time Jerusalem was destroyed. Vespasian dies in 79 AD. His son Titus becomes the next Roman emperor. Yes, the one that led the destruction of Jerusalem. Two months into Titus' reign, a volcano erupts in 79 AD and thousands of Romans are killed. Titus completes the construction of the Colosseum that his daddy started in about 80 AD. Then another fire breaks out in Rome in the same year and burns a great part of the city for three days and three nights. We talked about the Roman emperors till now, Augustus, Tiberius, Gaius, Julius, Caesar, Claudius, Nero, Gobble, Otho, Vitellius. They all had very short reigns due to being murdered or suicide. Then Vespasian and now Titus. Titus reigns until 81 AD and dies to natural causes. But many believed he was killed possibly by poison by his younger brother, Domitian. And there were rumors that Domitian was going to overthrow his brother. So whatever he did, it worked. Domitian became the Roman emperor in 81 AD, and he immediately began rebuilding Rome from the fire. He built a new temple to Jupiter, the guardian. He built a new stadium and a concert hall for musicians and poets. Domitian stopped male castration. He allowed homosexuality and censored the death of those involved in incest. During Domitian's reign, he began to persecute the Christians and the Judaites. He worshipped the god Minerva as his protector goddess, but he was still assassinated in 96 AD. Minerva became emperor from 96 AD to 98 AD. He had served under Nero and counseled other emperors. Nerva's appointment curtailed the succession by family members. He was chosen to be the emperor. He was not born from an emperor. Nerva stopped the execution of senators, but was assassinated. Then Trajan was chosen as the emperor. He was born in Spain and not Italy. Trajan ruled from 98 AD to 117 AD. 
He was known for establishing the greatest military expansion in Roman history. He led the Roman Empire to acquire the most territory ever, making Rome larger than ever before. Japhet, Esau, still taking land, even from their own people. The Roman Empire expanded across Europe and the Middle East, from Scotland to Spain, North Africa, West and Central Europe, Israel, Turkey, Lebanon, Syria, parts of Iran, and Iraq. During Trajan's reign, Ignatius became the bishop of the Antioch Christian Church around 107 AD. Ignatius was known as the second bishop of Antioch, but we believe he was the first bishop of Antioch. They made St. Peter, which was not his name, the first bishop of Antioch. Peter was called Peter. He was never a bishop, nor a saint. And we wonder why they didn't make Paul the first bishop of the church of Antioch, since he started the church with Barnabas. Maybe Peter was a disciple of Yeshua, and with him being the first bishop, would solidify their religion, even though it was Paul that started this Christian religion. Nevertheless, Yeshua never called anyone a bishop, nor a saint, ever. In fact, Peter was an elder. That's it. 1 Peter 5.1 The elders which are among you I exhort, who am also an elder. Peter was saying, I'm an elder. Ignatius knew there were many and different interpretations of scripture, so he wanted to create an institution with a common and unified identity. Thus, he determined the Christian church was now the Catholic church. Catholic is a Greek word meaning universal. Catholic became the universal appeal of the Christian religion. He wrote letters to Christians in Asia Minor, encouraging them to keep their faith and obey their superiors. Just like Paul said in Hebrews 13 and 17, obey your leaders, submit to them. Ignatius' letters also call for a single bishop to be in each church. Now we see how Constantine was governing the hundreds of bishops of the East and the West, discussed in our Constantine episode. The order of bishops was adopted for all Christian churches. Now, the Christian orders and interpretations of scripture were not accepted by everyone, which is why the Christian Gnostics said no. They were Christians, but they believed in something different. The Christian Gnostics believed in personal experience and personal spiritual knowledge over the teachings, traditions, and authority of the Christian church. One of Ignatius' final letters written was to allow him to be martyred and ask no one to stop him. He was quoted as saying, the only thing I ask of you is to allow me to offer the libation of my blood to God and the wheat of the Lord. May I be ground by the teeth of the beast to become the immaculate bread of Christ. What? During this time, Trajan was persecuting Christians. It is believed that Ignatius was executed by lions under his reign. Roman officials said that Ignatius was a disruptive influence on the Roman Empire. Some say Trajan didn't persecute the Christians, but Ignatius died around 108 AD and other Christians were killed as well. In late 117 AD, Trajan became ill and died of a stroke. Hadrian becomes the next emperor. He was a cousin of Trajan and was adopted by Trajan on his deathbed. The things people do to keep their own people in power. Anyway, Hadrian came into power and was the emperor from 117 AD to 138 AD. He wanted to rebuild Jerusalem and make it a Roman colony. 
The Romans were flexing their power and building large military bases throughout the land. And by 132 AD, the Israelites, the Judaites, had enough. They began to revolt again. This time they're in Judea, led by Simon Bar Kokhba. They're still very angry as to what happened to them in Jerusalem in the late 60s AD to 70 AD. Hadrian was outraged of the Judaites and Israelites' rebellion. He believed it was because of their faith. They were revolting against him. Hadrian outraged. There's a people here trying to maintain their land, their Hebrew culture, their identity. Historians stated that Hadrian prohibited the Torah, the Hebrew calendar, and burned the sacred scroll of the Temple Mount. Tragically, over 500,000 Israelites were killed and many others died of hunger and disease. The persecution, the genocide, was not with the Christians in the second century, as they told us, but it was the Judaites and the Israelites. Are you seeing the pattern here? The same people being targeted and killed to take what is ours. Jeremiah 50, 17. Israel is a scattered sheep. The lions have driven him away. First, the king of Assyria had devoured him. And last, this Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had broken his bones. Syria, Babylon, Romans in 70 AD, and now the Romans again in 132 AD. And then fast forward to the Atlantic slave trade, where millions of us died in the ocean and were sent into slavery. Estimates up to 15 million people. Let's go deeper. We have guns. Black men make up 52% of all gun homicide victims, despite being less than 7% of the U.S. population. Black Americans are 10 times more likely than white Americans to die by gun homicide and 14 times more likely than white Americans to be injured in a gun assault. This is per Giffords Law Center. Drugs. From 1999 to 2017, the overall rate of drug overdose deaths involving synthetic opiates other than methadone increased from 0.3 per 100,000 population to 9.0 per 100,000 population among the total population. But for the black population, it went from 0.1 per 100,000 to 8.6 per 100,000 population. For black people, Lastly, abortions. Since 1973, abortions have reduced the black population in the U.S. by over 25%. 78% of Planned Parenthood's clinics are in minority communities, which was the intent of the founder, Margaret Sanger, a known racist and member of the eugenics movement. In a letter in 1939 to black ministers, Margaret writes to them to quiet the rumors of her family planning clinics opening in the South were to harm black people. She says, quote, we do not want word to go out that we want to exterminate the Negro population. And the minister is the man who can straighten out that idea if it ever occurs to any of their more rebellious members, quote, in fact, abortions were to exterminate the Negro population, and she was able to convince the Christian black ministers and leaders otherwise. And today, the total number of black abortions is approximately 19 to 20 million. No other nation has experienced this type of genocide and persecution, regardless of what people say or what the history books have documented. Emperor Hadrian wanted to erase the Israelites 
from the land. Thus, he renamed Judea and called it Syria Palestinia. He renamed Jerusalem Alea Capitolinia. And the Judeites and Israelites were banned from entering or they would be killed. Yes, this is how the region was named Palestine. It was originally called Judea and our ancestors owned this land. We are the Judeites. There were Judeites, there were Christians, there were Gnostics. We were and are Judeites. Sadly, Judeites were known by our afflictions. We did not own the boats that sent us into slavery. We don't own the yachts or the boats that dropped the guns in our neighborhoods and let the drugs enter in. And we surely didn't have the authority to say build clinics of genocide to abort our black babies in the womb. We didn't create the school to prison pipeline. The 13th Amendment did that. And we are not responsible for the systematic economic disparities, especially when no reparations have been paid to us for building this place. And the police brutality we continually encounter. This land is not our home. We are scattered all over the place. But what we can do is denounce the ways and teachings of the Pharisees and the ways of Esau and Japheth. Judaites, come back to your God, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. As we seek truth, please seek truth with us. Please send questions or comments to info at truthwars.com or comment here. We don't claim to know everything. We just seek the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that knows everything. Let truth roar. Let truth reign. Let truth speak. And let truth set you and your entire family free. Truth roars. Truth reigns. Truth speaks. Truth sets me free. Please see a podcast disclaimer at truthwars.com.